You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Bremore Productions, the safe place for the Black Opinion podcast. And I have a special guest. Do you want me to like, I should have asked you this before we started. <laughs> you want me to like say Joshua or do you want to introduce yourself? Because you got so many names. Uh, I'll introduce myself. Okay, I, introduce I, yourself. Because, you know, I, I, I like the AKAs. Yeah, that's what I'm like. You like the AKAs. So <laughs> I'm going to allow him to introduce himself because he, he is that type of guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, My name's Josh, a.k.a. Smiles, a.k.a. the hip-hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. the Josh James, a.k.a. the Suburban Bully, a.k.a. Mr. Music Impulse, a.k.a. One Half of Shot versus Smiles, and also... Your girlfriend's favorite inaudible of inaudible ruckus podcast. I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so you and Shad have um, a new podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, well, before we disband, well, I disbanded <laughs> Uncle Urban Podcast. Uh, we were already doing some episodes to the sides. Just when I, when when the, the trio ended, I was just like, "Wait, we we can still do this if you want. If not, you know, I'm still gonna keep on podcasting because I love this podcast thing." Yeah, are y'all still a, a trio, but I, on a personal level? Uh, that's the reason why the trio is no, no more. Because you know, I I I've lived with Tim and I'm friends with Tim, and like my roommates, like best friends with him and all that. So that's where we were cool. It's just that you know, me and Shaw were cool because of another friend that uh, we we met through and all that. So it's like they never were like. Yeah, they was cool. just yeah, they was just like. Around the circle, not yeah. necessarily like bumping. Yeah, that don't mean that sound real crazy. Like, but <laughs> y'all get it. You yeah. know how you know somebody through somebody, but y'all never really just like clicked. Yeah, that's what it is. And I it, get it. And even then, like me, me and Shot talk all the time. Like over the last few years, like we've gotten better friends because even then, me and the other guy, uh, our friend uh, Darius, I only knew Shot through him, so it was like. Even then, it's like, hey, we're still building like our own right repart. Yeah, yeah. It's just that me and him just like to go to a lot of the same things. <laughs> right. So it's it's much easier to hang out with him than it is Tim. Tim's like, hey, I'm a family man. I'm like studying to be like a super genius in this tech world and make money off a of, uh, crypto coin and you know stocks and all that. Well, he is an Aquarius. Once we focus on something, it's it's up and it's stuck. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely learned that from him. Like when he's like, "Hey, I'm about to lock," because uh, he was just off of Facebook for like some months, and because he was trying to study for some kind of test at work to get some kind of you know certification or something. He was like, "So the time when I'm off work, if I'm not with you know the family and doing doing the daddy thing, I need to study." Right. <laughs> he was like, "So I should on all social media. <laughs> I don't need no distractions." <laughs> That is facts because social media can be a distract, uh, distraction. I just told my friend that today. 
And I was like, bro, if I had a TV, I haven't had a TV in my house in like seven years. It's been Dang. so long. But I was thinking like, if I had a TV, I'd be fucked off. TV and social media. Social media is already like, I stay on social media. I'm always posting content and always looking at the insights and the analytics and how everything is working and what I what's not working and what is working. I'm yeah. just like... <sighs> were, you, were you struggling the other day doing the whole Facebook, Instagram? You know shit? what? I wasn't because now social media is a it's a job. So I feel like I had a day off. Okay. And I'm just being honest. Like, okay, I don't have to, you know, go engage in my comments. I don't have to think of anything to post today. Um, I'm literally getting into the position of allowing others to just take take care of that that part of the business because and I'm trying to get away from that but I can't get away from it because I have literally became an influencer for my own brand yeah which uh, that, <laughs> that, that reminds me because uh well the same way because I was uh I saw I went to a little D's like uh event recently where they had the uh the, the music and uh the artists and all that, the the businesses the um what she what did she call it? Uh, like the Black Music Festival. I forgot what she called it. Yeah, I remember. But, but I remember seeing. I was like, hold on. Three more productions posted something for the event. I was like, I didn't see Bree <laughs> at the event, and and, uh, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I know she said uh, she has an intern and all that. So I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know who the per that person was. So I was like, but that must have been the intern because I realized that was the same. I think it was your dad or someone passed away. Oh yes, yes, my father-in-law. Yeah, yeah. What, what you know, condolences. Because I, I was like, hold on. How, she, she just posted about like someone dying. I know she wouldn't. I was like, I couldn't have not been at the event and just not notice Bree at the event. Right, right. I was like, she literally like just posted this post like yesterday. I was like, yeah, I'm sure she would get no events. I have people out here moving for me now. You know, like I told her, like I know I'm supposed to be there, but um, um. You know, that situation happened and I'm like, I don't really feel like going nowhere. And I couldn't go anywhere. Honestly, I was with family. I, I was in a position where I'm like, OK, I just want to be around my family. So, you know, um, shout out to Lil D for the invite and also shout out to her for creating that event. Yes, it was um, a dope event too. Yeah, I heard so many great reviews about it. So many people had a good time. I actually, con I actually congratulate anybody that jump off the porch. Especially like now, like I know we got like the social media at our f fingertips, but if you can get people off social media and to come to your event, post about your event, yes. attend your uh, event, that's dope. Like that's just that's amazing, and the, and it doesn't matter how many people either. It can be twenty, ten, five. You got somebody mm -hmm. off the off the couch. Yep. So, yeah. like, and any support is 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 great support for me. Like, hey. You came, you took the time or whatever to come out here. Like, I, I appreciate it all. So, yeah, everybody want to start off big, right? It's like, I don't care if it's five people, 10 people, 15, whatever. Hey, you, you came out, you, you spent the time because I know from just going to other people's stuff, you're like, I don't, I don't really know how to, but then you were like, wow, this is a really good event, <laughs> right? I'm gonna tell y'all a secret because I have coordinated so many events, um, bring more productions is definitely like events is like the foundation of bring more productions 
the more intimate the event, the more outreach you have. So if you have like five, between five and 20 people, I wouldn't even like stress. What I would do is take full advantage of the 20 people and make sure that I make my rounds and talk to every single person and get every single person to follow your brand. And then on top of that, invite them to the next event. And and most likely they're going to bring somebody else. So that 20 just turned into 40. And then that 40 going to turn into 60. And I don't think people understand that everybody want everything to be like big and massive, you know, the first time you do something. And that's not life. That's not, that's not, that's not how the universe works. Yeah. That actually reminds me of, I forgot what I listened to some different podcasts, but it was a, a podcast where they were talking about podcasting and um, like with um, networks and stuff. And the guy was saying, he was like, yeah, they, uh, these people come to me like, you know, I asked them like, you know, what about your listens and your social media following? And I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, I got like 20,000 followers or, or whatever. And it's like, all right, or what about your engagement? So if you post a photo, like how many people are like, oh, I maybe get like a few hundred or maybe like a few comments. He's like, ah, then I might have someone who maybe only gets like a thousand listens, but their engagement, they it's can post, they, they, yeah. they, they, they can post something and get, you know, three to 500 comments. I'm like, I'm more likely to look to them exactly. <laughs> and, and to bring them on and do business with them than the guy who, yeah, you got all these listens, but you have like no engagement. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think people consider that as well. Uh, someone once told me that too. Um, they was like, I only got like, she said, I only have about 300 followers, but I guarantee you if I post something about your brand, I'm going to have about 30 people come to you. And that's that's key. I'm so sick of, honestly, I'm so sick of people even, you know, bringing up, bringing up the fact that they have followers. Like, so? Like, what can you do outside of social media? What is your talent? Because at the end of the day, social media is a platform to display your talents, your skills, or whatever you have to offer to the world. It's not about how many followers you have because what are they following you for? Like, what is your true influence? Yeah, because like, because if you ain't popping on, on their timeline, it don't mean nothing. And plus, they might not even be. They might have made that page like one time. Ain't really been on a year, two yeah. years, or whatever. You like, oh. I, I still got the follow, but you don't know that they not on, they, they ain't been on no no social media or you ain't popping on any timeline because of the, the algorithms and all that. It's like, no, it's all about the engagement. These companies want to see the engagement <laughs> nowadays. Like, the follows don't mean nothing. What I've noticed is that those that are like, um, like big on social media got the worst personalities, the hardest to work with. Not all of them, but most of them are so big headed, so much ego is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then you realize that they really ain't shit in real life. You like, (laughs) damn, you are everything. And that's what I strive for. I don't want to just be dope on social media. I want to be dope in real life. I love when people leave the studio and they be like, I had a good time. We really got good energy. Like that, that's what matters the most to me. Not what I, you know, exude on social media is deeper than that to me. You exude excellence to me on social media. 
I do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank like you. you. Like you, I just know, like, hey, she a hard ass worker. Like she loves her son, and I love like seeing like you and your mom interact on social media. Like I've never even met your mom, but me and your mom are like Facebook friends. <laughs> <laughs> My mama and I have five hundred mutual Facebook friends. I, I'm like, how? I know we have a lot of family, but I've noticed that she is also um, friends with my friends, friends of, you know, with my supporters. And I'm like, that's, that's what my mom is because she's like, oh, yeah, I saw your friend do this. Like people who have never met her, but because she comments on my stuff and then she sees them asking them to be their friends. She's like, oh, yeah, I seen your friend do this or I seen posters. Or people really are like, oh, yo, your mom, like, say, like, congrats on this. Or like, hey, uh, like, me and your mom be like going back and forth, of, uh, like, because she commented on my stuff. My comment <laughs> on, you know, I'm like, hey, Miss Mama Kim or uh, Josh's mom. And I'm like, some of these people that I don't even really interact with on social media like that, she's like friends with them. I'm like, you interact with them more than I do. <laughs> now, nah, for real. I think that's good for your brand, too. It's kind of like what Beyonce and Tina got. Tina is more interactive on social media than Beyonce. Mm-hmm. So it still um, gives uh, Beyonce followers some type of sense of connection. Mm-hmm. So, um, because Miss Tina cuts you out, <laughs> yeah, she, baby. She don't play about her kids, and my mom is the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I posted something on the shade room, and somebody said something you know, real fly to me. And my mm-hmm. mom was like, There within seconds, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Girl, calm down. This is somebody that I ain't never met, I'm never gonna meet. You do not have to defend this, but I let her have it. Girl. <laughs> You're like, I- I'm going to forget about this tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like that. It's so many trolls on social media. It's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, we, they need to really do like uh, mental evaluations before they allow anybody to create a, pl- a profile because people are really out here sucky in the brain. Right. Like, really fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, my boy, Lo, he always told me, like, yo, if I didn't ask for you to comment, because he's like, a lot of stuff here, he's like, I'll comment. If I'm not actually asking a question, don't come on my timeline with some some, some bullshit. He's like, because I'm going to come right back at you. Yeah. Like, um, I remember, like, with, when Donda came out, uh, it was like, oh, yeah, after listening to this Donda album, he was like, I'm going to have a lot to talk about on the podcast tonight. And then somebody commented under about, like, how they didn't like it. He was like, they like went back and forth for a bunch of like <laughs> but he was just like, bro, I was just stating I was gonna talk about it on the podcast. It wasn't just what are your thoughts on Donda? I didn't ask for your thoughts, either, but you posted something, I responded, you didn't like my response. So now look we're going back and forth. He was like, unless you bought a shirt from my podcast website or supported me, like who out. cares? <laughs> um, and I like people like that that don't allow the trolls to you know, have so much power over Mm -hmm. them. It's like, and then on top of that, it's getting to the point where don't even respond. Um, Just let them have it. Um, It is what it is, but people just thrive off that back and forth. Like, oh, oh yes, I got a response. Yeah, exactly. Because they not getting no attention in real life. And then you notice, what I notice is, I'm like, why are you so negative for no reason? Right. You so miserable for no reason. You don't know who I am. You don't know how I'm stepping. You don't know where I'm at. You don't know anything about me, but your response was instantly negative. And I'm like, that's a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, let's get the sage. Let's right. The- you a straight <laughs> demon if you just automatically just be so negative towards someone and you don't really know them. There's no initiation. There's no initiation of anger or I done pissed you off or I said something to you first. You just off the muscle. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. That's <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, why such hostility? Right. <laughs> like, like, what is going on over there? <laughs> but then again, I feel like because especially if you come in on uh those blog posts, only your friends can really see you. So I be thinking, I people with fake pages, you know, that's surrounded in a Dallas area that you know me, like, let me fuck with her. And I'm like, don't do that. I'm not the one. I, I wish I was like one of those little um, nerdy ass IP addresses looking up people because I would fuck people up. Like I would look- <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, getting you. <laughs> yeah, I would look up that IP address and be like, bro, really? I've been knowing you since elementary. That's how you really feel? You're going to create this fake page and talk shit like, to I'm, me? Like I'm about to pull up for real. Yeah. Like, so. Where'd you come from? Like, bitch, I don't know. I saw on the IP address you located right now. I found you. What's up? Say say what you said on, on Instagram and Facebook to my face. Man, say. What's really good? That's when, what your mind, I went to, what a, the dude, this comedian said at this event I went to last night. He was like, yeah, you know, social, you know, social media and everything, you know, on social media, because he, he was light skin. He was like, on social media, he's like, I'm dark skin. I'm about, Six foot eight, and it's like if someone say something, it's like yeah, what the fuck, yeah, we could do, we we could do something. He's like, but you know, in person, I'm like, hey man, you know, we could talk about it because I'm five, he's like, I'm five six, 150 pounds, soaking wet. He's like, but on social media, you know, I feel like I'm six eight, dark hey, skin, and everything. You know what? And that's how a lot of niggas feel, like real talk. It, social media give access to keyboard warriors like it's just give them a platform and they don't really be shit in real life mm-hmm. so um you know what and that's funny because that's what dave Chappelle said in his uh his recent um special yeah that everybody just so mad about right. did you take offense to that nope not at i all. didn't either i didn't see anything I, wrong i was like i was like i was like yeah i understand but two it's dave Chappelle, and he warned you ahead of time like hey it's going to get worse <laughs> but also because a lot of people i'll say you also probably didn't finish the special like if you finish out he kind of wraps it up in a bow at the end as he does like all his other specials like yeah what he said might be kind of offensive you like eh. but if you just sit through it <laughs> <laughs> and wait to the end you're like Okay, it's like he, he's trying to come to like a whole consensus of this is why I said it. I just use it in a funny way, and it's like come, come on, like uh, transgender people, gay people, women's like, hey, Dave Chappelle, this is what he's gonna do. He's gonna offend you, but he's also gonna teach like a lesson on why. Yeah, he has that's those on thoughts. like it's it's educational at the same time, right? And it's relatable, and the entire I watched it twice. I watched yeah, it last I watched night. It twice. And I watched it this morning just to see a different side of it, just to get another feel of it, not be biased because I'm not a trans woman. However, I am a biological woman. I do not use the term cis. I don't, I, uh, they, they use the term cisgendered and I don't know, like I'm, I'm woman and 
I eliminated that bias because I think the overall um, purpose of his stand-up was just to simply say, we all human. We all having this life experiences. We all have our own issues. You know, have some empathy for each other because he even said it like empathy is not black. Empathy is not trans. Empathy is bisexual. Uh, it go both ways. And I'm like, how did y'all not see that shit? How did not? And I was like, that's a bar. I was like, exactly. <laughs> I was like, he used the whole gay trans thing to actually like sympathy is bisexual. Like, oh shit, like double entendre. He was like, it goes both ways. <laughs> right, it goes both ways and it's so, it's it's not as difficult as everyone make it seem and it's like, nowadays, everybody want to be a victim of something. Like, you hurt my feelings. And it's like, but can we get past it though? Mm-hmm. I apologize. Maybe you just need to educate me. Right. Take out the time to educate me before you write me off. Don't cancel me. You know, and I, that's how I feel about and I, I think I think the the um it's so many letters and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Yeah, the, I, I, you just in the Q. I'm like I don't know. L G B T Q B T L G B T Q plus A. I think that's what it is. Is it I or I? I see. Is it, I just the A is for I I lie A lie. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, okay. like. I think everything is so new to us because it's first that they introduce the pronouns mm-hmm. and then they introduce, it's like every month we've been introduced to something different. Oh, you not, don't say biological woman, say cisgendered. And it's like, okay, well, cisgendered. Oh, I, I, t- I identify as this, not this. Okay. Well, it's like every month there's something and it's like, it's new to everyone right. you know what i'm saying like this is new to all of us where's the patience thank you and like and also to go back just a little bit because how you saying like hey no one is punching down <laughs> like I, you can't say i'm punching down <laughs> like i've been i'm punching like i'm not punching down on you i'm just saying hey we both been punched on really <laughs> thank <laughs> you thank you we both are being punched on because at the end of the day, the, the straight white male <laughs> still runs everything. Exactly. And it's like the fact that they did not understand, people don't understand that is weird to me because he's pretty much saying as a black man in America, I have my experiences. And that's why I was telling you like, okay, pause, go all the way back. I was telling you the, the, how important it was for you to, you know, host your own podcast and give a different perspective from Mm -hmm. a different type of black man in Mm -hmm. America, because I don't feel like we have insight on the black man's perspective. Mm -hmm. We have insight on how the black woman feel because black women are naturally expressive. We gonna tell you how the fuck we feel. Even if we wrong, Mm -hmm. you gonna feel us. But the black man, when he's going through his shit, and most most men that I know shut down. Mm-hmm. They they got this guard up with I'm not gonna talk about that. Like uh I kind of a little bit what me and my uh homie talked about. It wasn't even one of the topics that we were gonna talk about on his podcast, but somehow we got to start talking about uh love. And I was like, Yeah, you know, I used to be engaged a few years ago, and he was like, What? <laughs> I didn't know you were in you're engaged a few years and he was like, So what happened? I was like Basically, just found out like I really didn't know what love is, and he was just like, "Wow, damn, 
Thank you for being so open. He was like, this was even like you. He was like, let's dive. Yeah, <laughs> let's digest <laughs> this. Wait a minute. Slow down. What's going on? <laughs> and it's a lot of black men like that. You be like, really? Like, huh? And run it back, run it back. And y'all uh, suppress naturally. It's, it, and to be honest, it's not y'all fault because y'all really don't have too many platforms to be expressive mm-hmm. and to show emotion because from you know, since you were born, you've been boys don't cry, mm-hmm. boys don't do this, boys don't do that. Be a man. Like y'all really don't have those platforms where you can express yourself with no judgment, really. Yeah, like uh, I don't, I don't know how everybody feels about you know the guy like Joe Button. You know, I listen to his podcast routine. But I always say uh, how because he's also a Virgo and how expressive. I was like, yeah, I never really felt comfortable crying as a grown man. Until Joe Button, because he openly talks about like, yo, I cried. Like I've cried days. And it's like, damn, right there. He's so open about crying. And also because you know, I was like, me being a Virgo and a Virgo's emotional, I was like, damn. I ain't gonna be afraid to tell people like, yeah, I cried. Yeah, and <laughs> like, it's okay that I cried. Yeah, I tell people like, oh, I'm way more open. Like if I'm watching something, I'm like, yo, damn, that was sad as hell. What <laughs> I would just watch. I cried. Or like when Chadwick Boseman died, I tell people like, yeah. I cried. I was like, wasn't because I was like a fan of his as an actor. I was like, it just I started thinking about the thing that he represents as Black Panther yeah. and all that. And I'm like, it was doing Corona. It's like, damn, one of our, one of our great ones. He 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 didn't pass away. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. When I thought about all that and he he kept it in, I was like, yeah, I broke down and cried. I was like, damn. Yeah, and that's another great example of the fact that he kept all that in. No one knew he was sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I look forward to hearing, you know, the black man experience in, in America because, you know, I don't I don't hear it often. And I tell black men all the time, especially when I'm talking my shit, you know, I hear you, brother. But don't wait until I'm talking my shit about my experience to express yourself. Take out the time to express yourself on your own time. Because then when you come onto my post, you just defending yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want you to ever, I don't want a, a black man to ever feel like he have to defend himself in my presence. Because I'm not your enemy. I'm not a threat. Yeah. If anything, I'm going to listen to you because I'm like, hmm. And then on, on top of that, I'm raising a black, black boy. boy yeah. So I'm like, I want to know so I can prepare my son in a in some type of way or have some type of guidance or assistance to him becoming a man. I know that I don't necessarily know how to be one or how to give him sound advice on how to become one. However, I can be a great assistance to him. So I listen to black men. I just want y'all to speak up more. That's why I was telling you like, bro, keep podcasting because we know, you know, the thrills of a rapper. We know the thrills of a, a NBA NFL player. We don't know the thrills of a nine to five. A nine to fiver, an entrepreneur, a, a just a not calling you regular degler, but you know the the black man that on a daily consistent basis, the black man that raises us. Right. We don't hear those type of perspectives. It's just like you supposed to give us money. And that's <laughs> like okay, what else? Just give me money. <laughs> like okay, sis, what else? What else you know about your man besides <laughs> that he can pay bills? Right. So, 
Like, what's his deepest darkest secret? What is he afraid of? You know? Yeah. Does he love or like anything that's like random? Because I know one thing that's being a geek and a, like a nerd, like with the comic books and Avengers and all that stuff lately, I've loved over the years is learning about other people that is like, whoa, would not have expected you to be a fan. Like, I've met like dudes who like, Maybe in the street, they've been in the streets or whatever, doing illegal things or before or currently or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, I like that Captain America or like See? that Spider-Man. Like, and I know all the movies. And then when it did, it's like, oh, you know this. Or even ones that be like, oh, yeah, I like read comic books as a, as a kid. Or I was I was in there like, well, not have expected that from you. <laughs> but now I'm more prone to want to talk to you more. Exactly. It's like, wow, that's on that probably a regular person just because of maybe like the things you do or the way you look just would not have noticed like, huh. Or like the one, everybody knows in school, it was probably like that that thug that probably like, he was real smart in science or whatever, but he didn't tell, tell his friends or he was like a math nerd or something. And like, oh, no, nah, you know, I got to keep strong for streets. But you never know. This, probably, this dude probably just was like, hey, I just really love math. That shit just comes easy to me. Right. Like, science, like <laughs> I love learning about animals. Like dude could probably tell you about every animal biology and where they come from and break it all down. You know? And you'd be like, this is the hoodest of the hoodest, <laughs> hoodest hood nigga. And I just can't believe. And he didn't describe about five different types of zebras to me. <laughs> I didn't even know we had five different types of zebras. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I, I have experienced that recently. This one of my friends, you would never expect that he's so sensitive. He's so gentle. You know, he's like the hoodest of hoodest niggas. Like he a snap. And he he got this whole presence in front of his partners and everybody else in the in the community. Yeah. But when it comes to his woman, he just so gentle. He said, I just want to be loved. I just want to be loved. <laughs> but then when in the streets, what's up, nigga? You got me fucked up. Da, 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 I will I'm kill like, you right, right now. <laughs> and I'm like, you just a whole gentle warrior. Like, what the hell? Like, people would never known that it's him. Like, this is the type of man he is. He kind of, it's kind of like a, a, a Kevin Gates, Boosie type nigga. Like, they the hoodest niggas, but just soft. Right. around certain individuals like kids they woman yada 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 so and then for like a lot of men that just that's what we need to be able to be like that when we come home with like our, our lady or our family or whatever like hey you know out in the world i'm fighting everything but i want to be able to just come in my home and just shed all of that and just you know yeah me like show the percent of me the other 75 percent of me that the rest of the world don't know and y'all deserve it because I I, t I totally want to, there's certain things that trigger me as a black woman in America, you know, um, certain things that make me feel some type of way. But I can only imagine how y'all feel on a consistent basis. And I was just talking, this, I was just having this conversation with someone, another black man this morning. And I'm like, it's funny. It's not funny. But it's it's actually completely sad how the normal nine to five nine to five um, men that are not career oriented, family oriented men and black men in America still have a sense of fear due to police brutality and street shit. 
Like I don't, I don't. That my ex that PTSD. Yeah, that PTSD, but they was not involved in it. However, the PTSD is there, and it's like I have a friend. He lives in Philly. We all know Philly is one of those tough cities, and he's a nerd. Like he he's not in the streets. However, he still have this mindset as if he is in the street. Just a just for the sake of self-preservation. Like, I'm just trying to save myself. I'm just trying to survive. I'm not trying to be out here getting killed. So I don't go to certain things. I don't attend certain things. I don't hang around certain people. And I'm like, bro, but you ain't even that type of nigga though. But it's like, so even though I am, I can still become a target easily. And I'm like, dang, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, because I'm the same way. Like, when every time I see some police or a police car when I'm driving, I, I already still tense up like, Oh shit! I I may be going the speed limit or doing it right, or even just walking the store. Like, oh shit, there's some cops. I'm gonna walk the uh, the opposite way, <laughs> it's like, because I don't want them just to automatically just want to ask me something for some strange reasons. I literally thought about it a couple years. I was like, why do I feel like this? I'm like, this is weird. I'll, I blame with all the media and all the deaths and everything that's been mm-hmm. happened over the last like like what five, ten years, whatever that's really been out out there in, in the world. Um, I was just like, damn. I know I don't do nothing. <laughs> the only thing I may really do is speed. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. But I was like, that's, that's everybody, especially here in Texas. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, I know I don't do nothing, but why do I feel tense stuff like I like I might be doing something wrong just when I get around because I'm like, damn. They literally, I, I don't care if it's a white police officer or a black police officer, I was like, you might want to just use the, the power that you, you have and just do something. Just pop off. Mm-hmm. Like I got stopped for uh well he only ended up giving me one shot to that that cop right there uh a couple of weeks ago on my way to work in the in the morning like when he said pull over I was just like oh shit <laughs> I was I was like make sure make sure like and my first thought was like my phone right here and just t- turn that video on just just, just in, in case just in case I was like wallet <clears throat> I was, he asked my insurance I was like I'm grabbing my phone get my insurance off my phone I like he was like. You call me cool? He's like, where you calling my head to work? Here, here, you want to see my badge? This is where I work at. I was ready to show him everything. Like, <laughs> but even that is just it's no one should live like that. Right. And <clears throat> the fact that it's so many of y'all that's living like that, I'm like, yeah. Any any black man that comes to me and be like, I want to start a podcast, please do. I got some shit to say. Please say it. Please express yourself. Please give everybody insight on how you feel and how you look at things. Because at times, all the time, I would say majority of the time, y'all really don't have a voice. Y'all don't really have a platform besides hip-hop and uh, sports. But nobody ever talk about that. And then if a a woman, this is like a global uh, situation though, if a woman says that on social media, it's like, oh, you a pick me. You just trying to um, appease the man and, and be appealing to the man. It's like, no, sis, like, our bruh, you know, you see the shit. You know, I talk to black men on a consistent basis. And it's like, damn, I, I done had somebody tell me I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm like, who's stopping you? What is the issue? Like. So the whole Dave Chappelle um, stand up was to me like it's needed. It's needed for, you know, a black man to simply just be himself, talk his shit 
and you know convey his experiences in this in this country and it's nothing i don't see nothing wrong with it yeah that's what i was like hey but again like Dave knew what he was doing. It was like, plus, uh, probably one, I think, because he just burnt out from doing six specials and whatever the last like three or four years uh, of his Netflix did. But it's like, hey, I know y'all going to be outraged. So this is my last special for a while. And I'm about to go right back into hiding and y'all not going to. Right. <laughs> so I was like, all these think pieces and comments and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure he sees a, a lot of it. But it's like, at the end of the day, he ain't going to care because, hey, <laughs> I'm about to go right back to uh, what did he say? Yellow Springs, Ohio, <laughs> <laughs> with my wife and kids. <laughs> what well, a lot of people don't understand is niggas was looking for Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle yeah, wasn't, wasn't looking. looking for the he, no, <laughs> people was asking him to come back and do comedy specials and stuff like that. That's a totally different situation. Um, and then at the end of the special, he's he, I'm like, this man is verbatimly saying everything that he his intentions you know some people don't say their intentions Mm -hmm. but he's such a genius he can not only say what he what he want to say but he also expresses his his intentions i ain't gonna talk about this no more i ain't gonna talk about the trans community no more until i know for a fact we are laughing together yep i just had to get this off this one last time and i'm like What's what special did y'all watch? <laughs> right, that's what I was like. Y'all must not have finished watching the end because he ends up by telling the story of like of the comedian that he was friends with. Like, yo, I was friends with a trans a transgender woman. She was like my opening act every time I came to San Francisco, right, and, and all that. We became friends, but because she was friends with me, y'all killed her. He's like, I, I don't. He's like, I can't say you know if that's the sole reason why she committed suicide, but hey. Y'all, y'all are feeling on social media and stuff because of of that, and then she died and she, she committed suicide. And I also I heard on the podcast I thought it was interesting. Like you never know because of him keep going. It was probably like he's probably struggling with the fact that like, damn, what if I helped cause this because oh, she yeah. was friends? Was like, and the only way he can fight off that uh, that feeling of like feeling like it was his fault was just to keep attacking <laughs> yeah they're like hey you never know that might be something he just has to work out with his own demons but like because he's a comedian he works it out through comedy yeah that's a good point that's a valid point i would never i didn't ever think about that um that's a that's a, that is deep mm-hmm. he probably did feel some type of guilt due to the fact that you know this person was defending him in their last days mm-hmm and it's like, dang, like this person is gone now. So I don't know. I think people are just a lot of people are saying, you know, they're so sensitive, they're so sensitive. And I'm like, I agree. Like, I think if anything, he just, you know, he displayed humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm human, you human, you know, we have our own way of living. Let's move forward together. I don't I don't see how people, how anyone, you know, can fuck that out. And it's weird because it's like, you don't never hear this shit about Kanye. Kanye say all kinds of twisted <laughs> shit. <laughs> and we still gonna listen to his albums. And y'all still listen to his shit. Kanye be Good. saying all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, what three like about three concerts, three four concerts. <laughs> right. Three fucking barely he barely showing his face. 
his wife barely showing her face now. They just out here just yeah. maxed the fucked up from head to yeah. toe. So you don't even know if that's sold Kanye. Sold out the marinas. <laughs> right. That Buying could them. be somebody else. They can't. That might not even be Kanye for real. He probably got a mannequin out here uh, or a decoy. Somebody oh. playing him. Or like uh, what Jeremiah did a couple years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that 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 is not Jeremiah. That that's not Mr. Birthday Sex. <laughs> that is sad. And, and you don't never hear this shit about Kanye. And Kanye be saying some throwed off shit. He right. fuck what he fuck with the throwed off family of America. They them them motherfuckers are throwed off. I don't care what nobody say. There's mm-hmm. no way my daddy can come out and be like, I'm gonna be a woman at 60. Like, bro. You had 60 years to profess your love for mm-hmm. that. Why wait? Right. And oh, he just, oh, that, that whole family just weird to me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I that, could that, go that, on and on yeah, about was, that shit. I was like, yeah, neither one of them really just normal or, or, or regular. It was like, cause even Rob got his own issues. <laughs> no, at all. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing relatable regarding Kanye anymore. He's not he's no longer relatable. Yes, he's a genius when it comes to like, you know, fashion in a in a sense. Because even though everybody be like, Oh, that's tacky, oh, that's too much, niggas still be wearing the shit. Um I know people who like, hey, I don't fuck with like Kanye musically, but I'm rock I'm rocking them Yeezys. Yeah. I don't I don't fuck with him as a person either, you know, all the politics and everything he's he do. Still gonna get them new Yeezys though. Still gonna get them Yeezys. Some things comfy as a motherfucker. I'm like, nah, I can't. I can't r- really do it. But, hey, that's how a lot of people like with this separating the music from the man or the celebrity and all that. So, but they can't do that for Dave Chappelle though. Right. That's crazy to me. That is, and it's it's weird because I'm like, if I'm a, I have to consistently. Uh, you know, express my intentions when it comes to what I say on Facebook. Again, if you don't follow me on Facebook, go follow me on Facebook. I'm very expressive on Facebook, right? And it used to be, it used to be more hardcore than that. I used to cuss a lot, <laughs> like lot, a lot, a lot. But now <laughs> I don't really like, I probably cuss 95% of the time instead of 100% of the time now. So it's like, you know, I have had people come up to me and tell me, oh, Brie don't say this, Brie don't say that. And it's always something. Like, it's always something. But however, it's like, I would take out the time and be like, this is my intentions. I didn't mean it this way. Here's a disclaimer. And before, now, nowadays, what I do is I say what I say in my post and then I write a disclaimer in the comments. And then I will also post an article to back up my statement. So I have my receipts. I have my disclaimer. <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. But why is it like that? I don't understand why is it like have, that. You shouldn't have to do all that. <laughs> I shouldn't have to do all that. I shouldn't. And nowadays it's like I at the at the same time I feel responsible to do that though. Because people should know. And then they'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I see where you coming from. So with that being said, when it comes to the L G B T Q Q plus A. 
Why we doing? I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dog. We got it though. I think we got it right. I think we got it right. But you can Google it. Up. When it comes to y'all, when it comes to your community, that community in, you know, the lifestyle that comes with that community, I don't think I don't see nothing wrong with a disclaimer, receipts, and an explanation on how y'all moving because it all is all new to us. It's it's mm. brand new to everybody. We are used to the the you know the the genders the the male and female gender all the uh, the new things your your lifestyle your community is new to everybody so have some patience like it's okay yep i found it so lgbtq plus uh means all the communities included in the lgbttqqiaa which is lesbian gay bisexual transgender transsexual two-spirit queer questioning intersex asexual ally lgbtq plus l g b t Q plus that's it. Yep, that's the short version of all those <laughs> <laughs> shit. And who comes up with this? Right. Now, I wanna I wanna know the person that's up top, up top. Like tell me, tell me who is in charge. Yeah, what when was this congregation meeting when <laughs> Right? Like who came up with this? Say, we, gonna, we gonna add this now. It it has to be a board or something. They gotta be having board meetings. Yeah. There's no way, you know, things are just flowing about. And you never know. It's a new letter and stuff every other day, every every year. Every month. Yeah. And they want everybody to adjust as quickly as possible. That's impossible, people. That is impossible. Like, and I probably get some backlash on this, but I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. What I'm saying is wrong. Like, just be patient, you know, just be patient to the whole, the whole like new mindset of people adapting to that. It's the the fact that we have to look that up. That means we not, we not there yet. And it's okay. Right. And like, plus it's like, I'm always like, we talked about at the beginning. I'm all, we're willing to learn. I'm always, always like, I got gay people, lesbians, and I'm really cool. We cannot cool. get. Oh, <laughs> listen, we can't get away from them. They're not going anywhere. I think everybody know that now. Like y'all not going anywhere. Gay people been around since forever. And, and we all got the gay cousins, lesbian cousins. Exactly. Whatever. I think all of us have had some type of influence from a a gay person. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle, a gay uncle, that took care of the entire family. Like uh, one of the dudes uh, that's a podcaster. I. I post his stuff all the time because he he's funny. <laughs> I think he always be like, "Hey, appreciate that, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, cause nigga, I think you're funny." <laughs> <laughs> it's like like yo, I've actually uh, told him I'm, I'm trying to have him on my podcast. Like as a guest, I was like, "Dude, I just love you." Like, is one, he gay? Yep. See. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I, like, I want to have you because I want I wanted to have him uh, back during primary because uh, our schedule and everything. I couldn't uh, couldn't get it done, but it was like, yeah, I told him like, no, for real, I'm, we gonna we gonna schedule this. We gonna, we can get you on the podcast. I was like, I want to talk to you about podcast he, he used to do by him doing the comedy stuff like because i was like yeah every time i see a, a post from him i'm like damn this dude is funny he's creative <laughs> yes like there's nothing it, it's the same type of effect that Lil Nas x have on the, the mm-hmm. entire nation mm-hmm. 
he's not going anywhere. Like people really rock with him. He's creative. He's talented. Um, I love the trolling. He's he's funny. He's a natural troll. Like people fuck with Lil Nas X. And plus, I've even heard from gay people. They're like, ah, I don't even really think he like that gay. He just turns it on extra because he knows it's gonna. <laughs> you know what? That's the second time I heard that. Yeah. I actually heard that. This morning when I was on YouTube and somebody was like, I don't even think he's really that gay. I think he's just using it as a monetary game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that makes sense too. Yeah, because uh, I know they were saying the other day, I guess I guess he tweeted something about like, hey, I'm tired of this gay shit. I'm going back to pussy or whatever. And then he, uh-uh. then he tweeted like next week, like, oh, never mind. He texts me back. And they're, uh- like, they're like, but what if in reality, he might be bisexual. And he like... <laughs> Like you never know behind closed doors, he probably fucking some women still. Baby, <laughs> if, he, if he is, I would never. I, I I just couldn't see myself. But that's personal. I'm not gonna tap into that. <laughs> <laughs> not, I know you're probably gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tap into that. But at the same time, it's like he he's also a a, a tad bit annoying as well because it's like he's always like y'all mad because I'm gay. Y'all mad that I'm gay. I'm like, bro, we get it. We know, we know you gay, and we cool with it. Like yeah. you can stop saying that we mad yeah. that you gay. We mad that you keep bringing yeah, us that you gay. It was like, <laughs> it was like not the special, but it was like, well, yeah, you told us last year during, during primal, okay, and then we would have just moved on, right? Cool. But it's also because like some of the music since you know, uh, uh, the the horse song ain't really been that hot. <laughs> I was like, you can, he just got to find his way to just to kind of still keep his name. Out there now, the new one he got with Jack Harlow, I do like that joint. But I was like, yeah, besides the 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 the, the horse song, like everything else that he's dropped in between, ain't really been that good. <laughs> I, I was I was really excited because I love country music, so I was excited to see a black man in that space, mm-hmm. and I was hoping that's why that, we were all right with him, like oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, had a little hip hop twang to it, so I'm like. I'm looking forward to see more of you in this space. And I'm like, what happened to the country music? Oh, I actually saw his Breakfast Club interview. He actually said he is going to go back to doing that. He was like, what? He's like, like, because the new album is more poppy. So he was like, yeah, I just had to uh, get this off because of the emotions and stuff. But he's like, I'm going back to it. He's like, I love country music. He was like, hey, they do hip hop. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like when people was like, I remember I was defending him when he first came out because I love at Old Town Road. Like every time he came on the radio, I would turn it up. And I'm like, I love it. Uh due to then, the fact that I love country did, music. Like, then he added my man Billy Ray Cyrus. I was yes. like, I used to fuck with the TV show uh from, from Billy Ray Cyrus, uh with the, the Miley show and all that. Yeah, I, I Miley like, Cyrus. Yeah, I was like, like, yeah. I fucks with them. I was like, so I was like, I was like, oh, he got the OG on there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then it reminded me of you. You should look at uh, Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. Jason Aldean was rapping on his. It's a white boy. Jason Aldean is a country. Yeah, he got singer. A, yeah, because I, I know um, he got a remix with Ludacris. That's how. <laughs> that's how I first heard about it. Because because uh, when they did what one of them country awards and uh, Ludacris came out, that's how I first heard the song. I was like. Because, you know, and it was like, oh, Ludacris comes out of country. Which I was like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> but Jason I was like, like Ludacris so rapping on the country. I was like, oh, right. I was like, this. And he does that. Uh, he even, he raps on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, I defended Lil Nas X in the beginning because I'm just like, you know, he's not 
they they the country singers are already rapping and using hip hop beats and mm-hmm. it's white boys. So y'all see this black boy come in and y'all like, nah, that's not country music. Yes, it's country music and it's compatible and equivalent to what Jason Aldean is doing. I love mm-hmm. Jason Aldean. So I'm just like, man, I I wanted that. Like I was hoping for more of that from Lil Nas X. Not all the trolling and the all this and that, but at the same time, I can't really say too much because I I'm a provoker on social media, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't really go in. <laughs> yeah. I was so just, I get it. I was thinking, um, because I used to work for uh, the country stations here, nine six three KSCS nine nine. I was like, you, you probably, used to work there? Yeah, I was on on the promo team there. Oh wow! I was like, so every now and then I'll get free tickets. So you probably would have loved me back then. Oh hell yeah! Because whenever we get free tickets, I would just take them to work. And because uh, I remember somebody was like, "You should sell it," because I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I got like four tickets today, or I got six tickets, eight tickets, ten tickets, or like depending on like the event or whatever." And I would just send a mass email out to the whole company and just be like, "Hey, I got this many tickets. Whoever respond first or come come to my office first, you can have them. You can have them." People were like. You should. I'm like, no. Technically, I can't sell them because you know <laughs> I, I work there. Like they give them to us to give out for free. But you know, like I, I used to there. I find somebody. Like, I'm like, damn. When I work for the country station. You probably would have loved me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have loved going to you know see country music. I, I've never been to a country concert. I don't think I've been to a radio, a trail ride, but I don't think I ever been to a country music concert. Yeah, but I was like. That, that's how I became a, a, a semi country fan because just being around there, I remember one of the first events when uh, a black lady came up to our table. She was like, You you listen to country? I'm like, Nah, <laughs> I just work here. It was the job. Why you lie? <laughs> huh? Why you lie to that black lady? Oh, I, I wasn't a fan. I was, uh, oh, you uh, wasn't? You were just there? Yeah, I just don't mind. Like, I just work here. I was like, I'm just doing the event because I, I work here. Oh, she was wow. like, she was like, oh, she was like, I could just tell. She was like, cause I know my neck is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny part was the dude I, I was working with, he was like, she don't know. I don't listen to country either. He's like, I listen to metal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, you got a guy who listens to rap and R and B, and then a guy that listens to heavy metal, both working a country event. Cause how did you even come about that opportunity? Oh, cause I went to school for Bray Brock and was just looking for a job when I got here and. They they hired me. I remember asking the lady when I first um got hired. I was like, "Hey, is it all right that I'm not a country fan?" And she told me, "Oh, Josh, she's like, you're not the only one on staff. She's like, black, white, or otherwise, that's not a country fan." <laughs> she was like, "So you ain't got to worry about that. Uh, you you just gotta just know know a couple little things. Like, um, damn, I can't think of my man's name. She was like, just know that he's God. He retired like about five six years ago. Um." Uh, Willie, some is it Willie something? Uh, I know who you talking about because he had a big concert here yeah. in uh, Texas. Yeah, I was like, because uh, hey, who is that? Uh, damn it, I can't remember what his name is. I'm gonna be so mad because I'm gonna think about it in a second. But basically, she was like, just just know that he is God. He is God. <laughs> he he is. Is. Because country. I remember that. I remember that concert. 
I was working at La Quinta Inn and Suites in Bedford, Texas, and we were selling rooms that are typically $69, $79 a night for $300 due to this man in that concert. Wow. Yeah, it's like I, I know I can't. It's a, I know it's like right there on like my brain. I just don't know who it is. I know George Strait. Yes. Yeah, George Strait. Boom. Yeah, I was like, she was like, yeah, just just know that George Strait is God. So like, anyone ever ask like if they just haven't asked you who, who's your favorite country star, just say George Strait. And uh, once I started like really learning people, I'm like, oh, I would say like, yeah, oh, I like Jason Aldean. I I like this song, this song. They're like, oh, and then plus working events, I was playing the music all the time. Eventually, you start like, nodding your head. Like, like Honey Bee, I, I love me some Honey Honey Bee. My man that uh, host on the uh, on the show where they turn around the chairs. Oh yeah, um, he's uh, married to Gwen Stefani. Yeah, him. He got that song Honey Bee. I love that song. Mm, you I'm can be my to. Honey Bee. <laughs> I heard that one. That was like. This go hard. I was like, cause all oh, country music is just R and B to a good, it, good it just got an accent to it, just a thick accent. That's yep. it. I was like, I'm like, this is a love. I'm like, damn. I was like, that song. I'm like, oh, this song. yeah. It's like, I just I love country music due to the fact that it's just love songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's I think it is highly important to listen to music that uplifts you. Um, especially as a woman, because hip hop, you, you barely have hip hop that just tell you like, you know, you are beautiful. Right. You know, so I listen to different genres of music to get that type of feel that, you know, make my spirit go somewhere. And usually mm-hmm. it is um, either alternative or country music. I swear. I tell my um my interns, do not play rap. Do not play hip hop while we are working. We can only play alternative music when we are working, because. He said, "We don't. We don't need that negative energy. <laughs> Shoot them up, bang, bang, bang. Right. And then I think it's it's to the I point where the last night, <laughs> slang off these packs. And my ops, my ops, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear no future and all his... Oh, you know. Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, and then another thing is, like, it's it's so distracting. You know, you end up, you know, really backing that ass up. You know what I'm saying? And, like, hey, it's time for us to work. It's yeah. not time for us to twerk. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> boy. <laughs> like, so, sorry, like, yeah. Keep that city girls pass when you clock out. <laughs> as soon as you clock out, you can turn up. But mm-hmm. right now... We listening to Train. We listening to the script. We listening to uh Selena Gomez. All that, none of that, none of that other stuff. So, but I think it's because like, uh, before I um got the small office on the eighth floor, before I got the studio, I was working in a cafe, so my brain got wired to their type of music, which is alternative music. Okay. And uh, now that's all I can work to. So it gets me, it gets my brain in like, okay, work mode. And if I have a cup of coffee, I'm I'm good, you know, because that's how I worked for a very long time before I got my office. That's dope. That's dope. That reminds me, uh, for some reason, that just made me think about when I was in college, my sophomore year, uh, Michelle's album that I've got, um, name of the album now, I'm so upset, but 
that was like my thing when I would go study off in a uh, little study room in our dorms was I'll just go to this room, just throw on that album and just vibe out like a good whole year. I was like, oh, did I'm you gonna... cancel her when she uh, supported Trump? No. Thank you. I was like, she just got paid to do it. That's it. Because he, she's even now said now today, she's like, yo, it's people like you know, Kanye West and Lil Wayne and all that who've done Wait, Wait, where? Uh, what? <laughs> Kanye done went to the office. He done sat down and uh, showed him blueprints of his projects and stuff like that. And Kanye did not get counsel, but y'all want to counsel Chris at, uh Michelle mm-hmm. for just simply singing. She didn't even meet him. Right. And she said that on a breakfast club. She was like, I didn't even get the opportunity to meet him. And they was like, dang, like you did all that and you didn't even meet him. And it's like, it's funny because even. Like, even Charlamagne the God didn't say, Dan, that's kind of sad that, you know, all these other rappers met him, shook his hand, ate mm-hmm. dinner with him. He was like, dang, like, that's, you didn't even get to meet him and you you put your career on the line, but nobody said that to anybody else. Right. And it's it's completely sad. Like, you still got Kodak Black that's calling him daddy. Oh, no, I'm just wondering. He didn't say daddy, but, uh, you know. <laughs> I, did, I did. I did 